0: Z is for the zero-sum game. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally
1: stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships.
0: And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections.
1: Welcome to our podcast, designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hey
0: everyone.
1: So... We've come to Z This
0: is exciting. Or Z. This is our last one of our little series of alphabet soup.
1: Mm, Alphabet soup for couples. Mm. That is exciting because it's been a very long journey, hasn't it? It has. We'll probably talk about that in another episode. But let's talk about zero-sum game. So it's a term which comes up in game theory. The idea is that one person has to lose for the other person to win. So in that sense, most games are a zero-sum game.
0: Poker and chess and all those, there's only one winner.
1: There's always one winner, yeah. Yeah. So it's never both people win. There's never a win-win situation with that. No. The closest probably is in chess where there's a stalemate. Okay, so let's put that into a relationship sense. What do you think that means in a relationship sense, Beck?
0: So that means that sometimes relationships can get stuck in this pattern of a zero sum game concept where one always tries to win or they both always try to win instead of compromising and coming to a win-win for both parties it's one's got to get the upper hand and they get into this really unhealthy little pattern of they're right the other person's wrong they have to win apparently these relationships do not last very long
1: i can see it's something that happens to everyone though like we all get to that stage where we're having an argument about the same old thing, and we really believe that we're right, so why should we just turn around and acquiesce? Why should we turn around and want the other person to win as well? I think this is a
0: bit different, isn't it? It's about the debt at the detriment of the other person, so they they really feel like they've lost out here, so it's not like you you have got a disagreement, and you know we, we won't always agree on things no. So it's a bit different to. I don't,
1: I don't agree what you're talking about right now. <laughs> Can we come to a compromise? No, no, I'm just going to be belligerent about the whole thing. <laughs> just, you know, every time you try and make oh, a this point, this would be fun. Yeah, this good, it's a great podcast. This will be.
0: <laughs> So I think it's when one party tends to always want to win, or they actually count, keep account of the wins, so they might bring that back up. At a later date, they might be like, oh, well, I was right on this account. Or I think it's that kind of theory, isn't it, in a relationship sense?
1: Yeah, so one person has to win, which means the other and make person... make the other person look wrong. Another person's got to look wrong, yeah, to make me feel like I'm okay, that I'm all right with this, that everything is how I want it to be. Mm.
0: Have you ever found yourself in a relationship like this?
1: I feel like I've been in a lot of relationships like this, actually. It becomes a bit of a point scoring. Oh, do tell Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Let's let's unload about our exes. Um, I have been in a relationship where there's no agreement to disagree. Mm. I don't think you can always agree on everything. I don't. No, know nobody you have to.
0: ever's gonna. No, that's never gonna happen. You're never gonna
1: agree on everything. That's okay. But I think I've been in relationships where the point scoring, it's like, well, this time I'm right or this time I'm right. And Mm -hmm. that sort of becomes the norm for me. I feel like just... I'm in a relationship with someone who's always got to be right. I tend to shut down a little bit and just sort of step away and be like, okay, I can't actually be part of this conversation because this conversation is pretty much to just make me feel wrong so that you can feel right and it's exhausting. And then I'd probably stonewall. I'd probably just shut down, walk away from it all. and That just seems a lot easier than trying to fight an argument that I'm never going to win. I'm just being made to feel wrong the whole time.
0: Why do you think people get into this pattern?
1: I think that what happens is that some people get together and they haven't worked on their emotional connection and their commitment to each other. So they don't really get each other and they don't understand each other and they're not working towards trying to understand each other. So what happens is they start assuming the worst of the other person. So they start thinking negatively towards that person and they sort of get wrapped up in this whole thing where the other person's selfish. You know, it's all this blame on the other person. And then they get caught up with these thoughts that you know, the other person doesn't care how they feel or all that matters is that, get, that other person gets their own way and that the other person isn't on their side, that that person doesn't have their back, that they can't trust that other person to be there for them. And so they react negatively towards that other person. And then whenever there's a disagreement, then the other person is an enemy to conquer they're no longer the beautiful couple partnership relationship they want to share it's oh this person doesn't give a shit about me so I don't care about them so I'm going to win in an argument
0: yeah so they're not looking for a compromise they're just looking at they're looking to win not a win-win for both parties
1: Mm. why do you think it happens where do you think it comes from
0: yeah I think what you said is correct and I think it's when people feel the need to be right all the time, or they're quite competitive, or they've got they're holding some kind of grudge, so they've got to keep score. Maybe it is a bit of emotional immaturity. You've got to look right all the time. When really, in reality, does it matter? You don't have to be right.
1: No, don't have to be right. That doesn't actually make the partnership go well together, does it?
0: No, and it's not taking ownership maybe too. Just because you might feel a certain way or have an opinion doesn't mean it's necessarily
1: right. Do you think some of this might have stemmed from our parents?
0: Watching them have arguments or yeah, like example you know, set?
1: Yeah, like an example set. I mean, yeah, absolutely. do we get taught how to communicate well in a relationship?
0: Or have conflict in a healthy way, like we've talked about in previous podcast haven't we about conflict and that's probably very much true that some people have never seen healthy conflict and healthy conflict is that not one is right and the other's made to seem wrong it is that you can come to a compromise or you're okay with the other person's
1: opinion. John Gottman talks about the importance of repairing and that when couples do get into this state where they're arguing about something that one of the most important things they can do is be able to repair it it's be able to stop like a reset button. And in that, it could be that they just realise that they're getting in deep and they have a laugh and they mm. stop or they step away from that space for a bit or they do something so that they work towards repairing it. They're no longer following each other down this argumentative hole of recrimination and blame and shame and mm. things are just going to go on again. A lot of times it seems to be the same thing repeated, mm. but they have a really good way to repair it and be, be able to do something to stop where they're at.
0: Yeah, because that's not a healthy pattern.
1: No, in zero-sum game, that idea of win-lose is not a healthy pattern either, is it? That's right. Because in the end, you might win, but you actually lose because your relationship loses. So what do you think couples can do to get out of this zero-sum game, this idea that they have to win to be right?
0: Well, it's bringing awareness to it, because I'm guessing if you're hearing this, you might be going, oh, maybe that's what me and my partner does, and it's become a very unhealthy pattern of confrontation so bringing awareness to it talking to your partner but not blaming (laughs) not saying you do this because again it's not going to end well but if you say look i don't think this is healthy for our relationship this is very detrimental it's destructive how can we work on this together so it's about bringing awareness i think to the fact that it might be happening in your relationship and looking for win-win situations. So compromising, looking for a compromise instead of, I'm right, I'm right, you're wrong. So instead of thinking that, and it might be changing your thought pattern a bit, isn't it? It's changing your thought pattern to, I'm right, you're wrong, to what would be a really nice compromise where we both win-win.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I also feel that it doesn't always have to be a compromise, like sometimes with a compromise, you might feel like, well, I'm actually really not getting anything of what I've asked for, or what I've said. Mm. And maybe it's about going, oh, let's just agree to disagree. This is something we both feel quite strongly about. We probably aren't going to agree on this. Mm. We're not going to change each other's minds. We might have a different value about that thing. And that's okay. And just being able to accept it because you have to accept that the other person is not always going to agree with you because we're different people. Exactly. I know. I'm right. <laughs> I'm uh, glad you can see that. <laughs> but you're not. You're not wrong. You're right, too. Uh. Oh, thanks. We're both right. It's, it's like a win-win. It's such a win-win.
0: <laughs> it's not. And sometimes, if you've got in this kind of cycle, it's not always easy to go. Oh, okay. You don't agree with me. That's okay. We'll. Just let that be, you know. <laughs>
1: it is because, you know, you really want to, when you, you want to convince them. Of so you it's, convince probably, me, right?
0: it's probably easier said than done, isn't
1: it? Yeah. And maybe it's the bringing mindfulness, like you said, bringing awareness to the fact that, oh, yeah, we're having that same argument again. Mm. And we're pretty sure we know where it's going to go. Like, mm. I think that's awareness. It's actually mm. rather than getting caught up in the emotion of the argument and I've got to win this one this time. It's actually, oh, hang on a second. We've been on this roundabout, haven't we? That's right. And what happened last time? Oh, yeah, we didn't agree and we went to our separate corner, licked our wounds, didn't talk to each other for the rest of the night, felt awful, you know, made up the next day, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just Mm. this same running story. And when you bring awareness to it, and go, oh, okay, so.
0: Let's stop doing this toxic cycle.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we came up with a good idea the other week because we had pretty big Barney. I'd say, <laughs> it was a big argument. Had our fill of having children around our feet. We had a lot of
0: pressures
1: on. We our had feet. a lot of pressures. We had a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> And had a big argument and it happened in the bedroom. And then the next day we went for a walk across to a park and sat on a park bench. And it was like, oh, this is where we should be having these discussions. We shouldn't be having these discussions in our bedroom where we sleep, where we hold each other, where it's a loving space. If we're going to argue and also, you know, we don't know if the kids can hear us. If we're going to discuss stuff if we're and we're like, conflict, yeah, we're gonna have conflict, take it out. we know there's stuff come up that for us to actually walk across, and we haven't done this yet, so
0: yeah. Well, thank goodness we haven't had have, we haven't had arguments <laughs> since.
1: <laughs> but that idea, and I think I really like it. It's that idea of going, okay, so something's come up for us. Let's walk across the park, sit on the bench, and then talk about it there. It gives us time to process it as we walk. It's in a different space. We're not having that argument near where the children are or near where we sleep and and hang out it's actually taking the argument away from the house and that way i think it would actually mean that we'd probably rather than argue and get heated Mm. there's time for it to sort of sit and move it around first i think that's better
0: and i think it just leaves a heavy energetic space in your room doesn't it
1: yeah, because you come so back because nice. yeah, you're in there and then you get to sleep in there and that's yeah. hard. So
0: yeah, I think that works going out of the house.
1: So back to zero-sum game, if you are feeling like you're arguing a lot and it's not getting anywhere and is about you feeling wrong or you're feeling like you're making the other person wrong, then it might be a time to have a conversation outside of that argument space.
0: Yes, before you're in that space. Before you're
1: in that space and say, hey, look, this is what's going on for me. I feel like we're just arguing and we're making each other wrong. And I want for both of us to feel good. I want us both to feel right. Mm. I want to see if we can work this out in a different way.
0: And it's conflict, turning it into healthy conflict, not unhealthy, toxic conflict.
1: Mm, That just erodes erodes away the relationship because if you're constantly bickering and nagging and sniping at each other, that's exhausting. And we were talking about this yesterday, that if you've got a problem in your relationship, then that affects everything. If you've got a problem with work and you can still come home to a good relationship, then you can actually deal with that problem at work much easier because you feel like you're supported.
0: Yes. When your relationship is doing well, everything is that little bit easier.
1: Yeah. So hopefully this alphabet soup for couples which we've just put together the a to z of relating goes towards helping you work on that relationship and feel more comfortable in it or even if you're single and you're looking to get into a relationship this might give you a few tips on ways to make that easier
0: i hope you enjoy listening to it yeah
1: thanks so much for being on our journey
0: so keep listening and join us next episode
1: for more rekindling relationships
0: thanks for listening please subscribe and follow us
1: And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.